Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today as we take our walk through the strange Paradiso. Today is Sunday. It's going to be a short walk. I have a little bit of me time, so I wanted to come on and share something with you. We hear reports from people who say that they are having encounters with these creatures that... um, even though we know about them, we're familiar with Bigfoot or Sasquatch. We're familiar with uh, dogmen, werewolves, and uh, things like this. But what they are saying is that the encounters that they are having with these things are actually almost unbelievable to the person who is witnessing this thing. A couple of them have said that they have seen things that they believe are a Bigfoot, but they are so big, it's almost like um, a creation of their own minds. They said it was unbelievably big to the point of this cannot be real. It's something like out of a movie. But yet, there there it is. Not only were these things just huge, but it is said that these things were very aggressive and wanted to kill, as well as killing other animals in the forest and in certain areas right in front of the witnesses. One experience is um, of something that can only be called perhaps a werewolf. And this werewolf is said to be so huge. It was probably bigger than a grizzly bear. It would walk on four, four legs, but then it also would walk on two. It had glowing red eyes. This creature also had killed other creatures right in front of the witnesses and then was coming for them. So after an experience like that, somehow, some way, these people were able to escape with their lives. They all describe it as just being an intervention that God had intervened and allowed these people to escape because of how these things happened. So with one of these incidents, I mean, you can imagine the trauma caused by something like this. It traumatized these people for life. It is said that um, there was like a group of people in each of these cases that I'm talking about. The Bigfoot one, they said, my gosh, the this Bigfoot or whatever it was, they're not sure, was like as big as some of the trees that were there in the forest just unimaginably big. 
just like that werewolf or whatever that canine creature was, was just so unbelievably big. Like something out of a movie. So when these people are able to escape for the rest of their lives, they are traumatized. I'm sure PTSD, they can never forget something like this. It would be just in your mind forever, of course. It would be branded. It would be seared into your psyche. But with one of these encounters, one individual said that some of the things that have happened to him since He is uh, not having experiences like as, as intense as that. But still, there is like some sort of residue. There is some sort of residual experience that is happening there. Because of the fear that was created, it's like now the person is kind of like a beacon, okay? Because you are still freaked out. Something like that would be very, very difficult to, um, to just learn to live with. That's one of those things when people say, well, you just got to roll with it. You just got to learn to live with it. How? I guess you do the best you can, but there is still an element there of fear. And because of the fear that took place, however long ago this happened, it's it's still there and it's still emanating. And so it still is a bit of an attraction. Okay. So um, the story goes that one of the individuals from, uh, I don't know ex- which encounter it is. I don't know if it was the Sasquatch encounter or if it was the werewolf encounter. But um, one of these people went out somewhere and just started um, speaking and asking questions out loud. Now, the area where, there is, where this person went to go and like speak to the universe, like I told you guys I used to do, um, it was told to this individual that there was actually a portal there. So that's where this person went to go and ask these questions out loud. And also, this person had um, their phone so that they could, like, try to get some EVP. And what they got while out there asking these questions were, like, some kind of grunts, some kind of guttural-sounding attempt at communication, And what, what I want to address is, of course, that's almost a given, almost. And you don't have to be an individual who has had a traumatic encounter to go and do that. Remember I told you guys, if you go, I don't care where you go, you can go in your backyard. You can go 
anywhere, your front yard. You can be at the park. And you start talking and you start asking questions. You are going to get answers. You are encouraging communication. And with what? You don't know. Because anything that comes through is not going to be good. So, of course, this person got these type of things on an EVP. That's one of the things that I wanted to address. It's not surprising to me. I wouldn't have done that because actually, once again, you're keeping those those corridors open, okay? You're keeping that approach open so that you are like inviting things to continue to enter into your space, into your realm, wherever you are. So, I mean, I know that there are plenty of people who do this. I I understand. But for people who... um, they, they're so traumatized, they can't even tell the whole story because um, they don't, they're scared, they're still scared. Well, why in the world are you going to go out there and start asking questions? Okay. The other one that I wanted to address, and I am not trying to make light or ridicule or make fun of anyone's experience. I'm the last person who would ever do that, especially after all the things that have happened to me. I am the last person. But this same individual reported that they had an intense dream, a very intense dream, where they were actually confronted by that creature, cryptid, whatever it was, that they saw. And I believe so many years have passed. I don't know exactly how many, but it didn't just happen like yesterday or this year. This happened at least, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. Both of these stories were actually things that have happened five to 10 years ago, I believe. And so in this dream, which to me is more like a, um, a, another experience, There are things like that, okay? Like, well, there are many different types of uh, dreams or dreamscapes and, and things. So I believe that this was an actual encounter and uh, reported that this creature actually physically made contact and was so close to the person who reported this, that the person could smell this creature. The person could see every detail of this creature up close. The thing was like just inches away from the person's face. It wasn't able to speak like we are, moving our mouths and things like this, but it spoke to the individual mentally and told this person that, in other words, it is coming again 
and it's going to come again for this person. And then the person woke up. So, once again, okay, what we've got here is absolutely demonic. And also, this individual, I believe, okay, I believe this is just my own opinion. kind of like opened a secondary door, a secondary entryway to allow this thing to come back in and to approach this person and to communicate with this person and to threaten this person. So, I mean, it it depends, guys, like how you feel about certain things um, your own beliefs, but when it comes to something like this, something traumatizing, I would much rather try to go on with my life. I know I would never forget it, but I could try to put it behind me. I do realize that every so often this would come back around, of course. You would always remember it, of course. From time to time, you would think about it. But it's another thing to go out and start asking questions, especially in an area where you know that, uh, or it has been said that there's a portal. I just... uh, can't understand that uh, that reasoning. Well, I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to ask questions. I do realize that there are many who don't know that asking questions out loud, while it seems so innocent and so benign, can actually attract things. It's actually an invitation. Trust me, I didn't know about that either. It wasn't until actually quite recently that I realized that. I used to do that too. Remember I told you, I used to go outside. I used to ask questions to the sky. Oh, what are you doing out there? I would say, I'm, I'm communicating with the universe. Well, sure, sure I am. But there are many things out there in the universe that we are unaware of. And some of them aren't good. As a matter of fact, the majority of them aren't good. There are different levels, there are different percentages, and then there's the hierarchy, okay? You have the lower level and on all the way up. So something like the experience that these two groups of people had, first the big giant Sasquatch thing and then the big giant werewolf thing, I mean, that is out way out of the range of most people's experience. It makes things that um, have happened to me seem like a cakewalk. I'm going to tell you, I I could think 
of the most um, creepy experience I've ever had. And it doesn't compare to the thought if I was out, just say, for example, I'm out in Joshua Tree camping and I'm going on a little hike around the area, around the rocks and all this stuff, and I see this big, huge creature come out and kill any animals, any other animals that may be nearby, including big dogs, including whatever else lives out in the desert. So I certainly would not want to um, go anywhere. And uh, especially an area where there are known gateways and start questioning because I wouldn't want to, um, and I would try my best to avoid anything like that ever happening again. There are people that I know who have had creepy experiences who won't even tell me about them. They won't even talk about it. They just refuse. And I have tried to get them to even just give me, just give me a piece of it. Just give me a smidgen of it. No, they will not. So I know it's because a lot of people feel that if they talk about things like this, talk about their experiences so much that they'll actually let these things come back. They'll actually, by doing this, will kind of like invite these things to come back. I, I understand that. And there probably is a percentage of truth in that. And I just had to come on quickly today just to um, share this with you. I, um, you know, I could, I could be looking at it the wrong way also, but that's just how I see things. I'm not saying that everything I say and every belief I have are the correct ones and that these are the things that everyone should employ while they are um, experiencing hauntings, uh, cryptids, strange dreams, vanishings, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just giving my own opinion because we each have to put this on the scales and see where it goes as far as, okay, first of all, the, the balance. How, how creepy is this? How creepy does this sound? All right, and then, is it traumatizing? If it is traumatizing, would you question it? Would you continue to speak about it? Would you go and open up a line of communication? That would probably keep me from ever speaking out loud, asking questions out loud, because I would be fearful of like stirring the pot and here we go again. Now this thing is in my realm because I innocently invited it along with friends, along with other things. 
So those are just some of the things that we have to think about, guys. And um, as far as the EVP stuff, you guys know I don't do EVP. I don't, uh, when I say I don't believe in it, it doesn't mean I don't believe that you actually get things, okay? I know that people do actually get EVP. I don't um, believe in the practice of using these things only because, in my opinion, and once again, it's just my opinion, you are, first of all, inviting entities. You don't know what these things actually are. You may think you're inviting to speak to Lizzie Borden, okay? But it could actually be something much, much worse. So that's why I do not want to open any line of communication with anything. And that's what EVP is. There are many ways of uh, doing these things, of opening yourself up to these um, entities. So when you really stop and think about it, guys, I mean, let's stop right here and think about this one. When you, when people, okay, are using the spirit board, they're asking questions. They're asking names. They're asking questions. They're asking stuff like, when did this thing pass on and so on? And what are they doing with EVP? They're asking questions. They're asking for communication. They're throwing out an invitation. So it's kind of like the same thing, but just using different tools. How different is EVP really? from using the spirit board. Except for with EVP, you actually can hear things. But it's the same thing, just different tools. My opinion, guys, I'm not saying I'm always correct. I could be full of hoo-ha, but um, that's how I see things. We have to be very, very careful. And um, now... In 2023, and not just because it's October, but because as we move on, as the years pass, and you see things, okay, you see things degrading, and that is because of negativity. That is not because of positivity. You can see it all around. If you just look, just take a look. As something as recent as the 1980s. And it seems like so innocent. You're looking at all these uh, 1980s movies. I mean, for example, let's look at the movie. And I do not like this movie, okay? I'm just using this as an example. Valley Girl. Look at that movie, Valley Girl, okay? It's lame. It's always been lame. I don't like it, but I know plenty of people who do. So, okay, if you like it, you like it. That's all fine and dandy. But some of the things on there were typical in in the 1980s. 
when you look at any of those movies, look at the malls, okay? Even in the 1990s, you may not notice a difference right now because these things kind of uh, take their time in the degradation. But if you look, go look at footage on YouTube of a typical mall in 1999, even 2000, and look now. You're going to see, first of all, some stores that you have forgotten about because they've been gone for a while. You're going to see more spaces available right now in our day. Just drive past any uh, major shopping area and you're going to see signs out there available. Part of the degradation. And that is all because of negativity. Yeah, okay, people say, well, it's the economy, it's this, it's that. Yeah. But when things go down, that's negative. So as we continue on our path moving forward, we're going to see more negativity. And part of that is also what attracts more of these things into our realm. Then more and more people are seeing things, witnessing things, experiencing things, hearing things that they never did before. And these things are becoming more and more blatant. So now you've got people seeing things in the daytime, seeing things in areas where they're not known to be active. Yes, because now the crowd of these things, okay, like a crowd is getting bigger because what we are actually turning into is like the the fair, okay? Like we're turning into the Del Mar Fair where it attracts people from all over the place. So our realm is turning into a type of fair and it's attracting all of this all of these negative entities. And that's how it works. I mean, that's how it works. That's how it always has worked. So that is one of the reasons for the big, you know, it, it, more people now coming forward. Anyone in my neighborhood, if there are 50 houses here on my block, I would say, uh, maybe about 20 people have had experiences out of 50 houses. That's how high it is right now, guys. And it's going to become more and more. We may see a shift, okay, on the 30th. We may see a bit of a shift, but was, we just have to keep our eyes open. We just have to notice things. And when I say a shift, we may start hearing more stuff. We may start start seeing more stuff. And um, it, it won't be surprising to me. The 30th. And uh, the moon is waxing. As we get closer to the 30th, 
and with the waxing moon, all of these things all create a different type of energy because of um, certain things that certain individuals practice. So we've got a recipe. Anyways, that's all I've got for today, guys. I just wanted to come on quickly and share these things with you. Um, I'm going to try to be back Monday with that. That's tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. My days are all messed up. I'm going to try to be back tomorrow. Um, if not, I'm going to try real hard to be back on Tuesday. I don't really want to stay off of the path too long because we're getting so close now to the 31st. I want to um, share as much as I can with you, okay, as we get closer. So it's kind of gloomy here in the kingdom of California. Maybe it'll clear up later. I don't know, but it's, it's um, not too warm today. Anyways, I wish all of you guys a wonderful and peaceful day. I guess there are football games on today. I'm not sure if any of you guys are fans. I hope your team wins. Ciao.